Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What's up, everybody? Let's go. Bringing the heat after that intro. I'm, I'm committed on a weekly basis to matching the intensity of that introduction uh, to the show. So welcome back. Episode 97. Mm. We're back at it. Ryan, Tyler, here with you again. Appreciate everybody that tuned in last week to episode 96, where we talked about, um, I don't know, what did we talk about? I forget. Yeah. Not shying away from weakness. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was two days ago. Uh, and I don't remember. So yeah, we just, yeah, you know, we ago. talked about in episode 96, how we should not avoid things that we stink at and how we should take those on because improving those weaknesses will lead to greater growth, greater improvement, uh, than just doing stuff you're already good at all the time. So, uh, mm-hmm. we are, ready to roll we're back at it we're halfway through the month which means halfway through the march to victory my zone challenge i don't know who's winning because we're recording this ahead of time Uh, yeah (laughs) but we can probably assume the standings are the same uh but we'll let you know make sure you're in the members group we'll have an update there probably a day or two before uh before this airs so Keep on keeping on. There's still two mm. weeks left in the month. Plenty of time to rack up some MEPs. Plenty of time to change some scores. So uh, we're we're back at it here. But uh, gotta gotta ask you something. Let's go. Okay, got a couple of things I'd like to talk about here before we dive into today's topic, which is going to be differences comparing, contrasting free weights, machines, dumbbells. Dumbbells versus barbells, rather, not just free weights and machines. So even throw bands in there. Bands will get in there. Bands. So we're going to just talk about some of the common things to yeah. use in a gym, uh, especially from a, a strength and muscle perspective. Talk about what they're good for, who they're good for, how to use them, all that stuff. So we're going to get to that. First things first, because this happened to me on Tuesday on my way to my way into work. Have you ever been on a bridge? At the same time as an oversized load, once. How do you feel about that? That can be real nerve wracking. Yeah, like that can be real nerve wracking. Cause like, I mean, how like was it one of those ones where it takes up both lanes or like it was huge? It was uh, a giant like digger thing. Oh Jesus! But I I don't know what it was. It was huge. 
like cars were able to come the other direction but like yeah if i was coming the other way and i saw that coming i probably wouldn't have tried it yeah you you could but i probably would have been like i think i'm gonna hang back here but given recent events in the area (laughs) with the bridge collapsing i was behind them as we as we turned on the new chem bridge and i was like hey it's a little dicey you know, so I was, dice. I was, yeah, I was coming across New Kent Bridge this morning and there were two trucks, one, both like literally in both the directions, um, that both were like broken down at the exact same time. Like one going across, heading over towards like Springdale, Cheswick area, broken down in the middle of the, the, literally like dead center of the bridge and then coming, um, from Cheswick, Springdale, going over into New Kent. Uh, some dude made the turn and slid on some like ice or whatnot that was there and ran into the the concrete wall, concrete oh, barrier. Tough day on the bridge. Yeah, and, like it was so backed up there. It was wild. Yeah, that was at like six forty five this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough day. But yeah, no, bridge, I agree. So. Like having like a giant oversized load going across the bridge, especially in a in you know when you're in a city that's nothing but bridges and apparently all of them suck uh, in terms of structural integrity. Be a little nerve wracking. Here's what I don't understand with these oversized loads. Why aren't we moving these things overnight? I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. <laughs> Wouldn't that be much easier? Like, there's nobody on the road. Like, that's a good question. We can't move this thing at like two in the morning. Like, you just found out this morning you need it today or something. Like, maybe it's like these a- houses, like these modular houses that we're moving. You yeah. can't do that 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Roads are clear. You know, I mean, yeah. what's what's the deal here? I don't know. That's that's a good question. Well, I, mean, I, I wonder if they just think it's a visual thing. But like, it's too dark. But I mean, like, you can get like all the little like follow along vehicles and yeah, shit. Yeah, they, like, they just had lights going. Yeah, just yeah, load them up was, with light bars yeah, and this, stuff. This was middle of the day, and they had lights going and stuff. So I don't know why that is, but uh, that's a good question. Let's though. let's maybe make that happen. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, if you ever watch, you watch any award shows? No. Me neither, <laughs> but I did tune in. There's a, I don't know, ACMs or something were on Amazon on Monday. So I popped on there for a second. I didn't mind. There was a lot of performances. They were really, they were really pumping through the like actual awards. Which yeah. Is good. But would you, do you think you would do well like hosting an award show? No. That seems very difficult. No, I would, because I would it's a lot of like, do terrible. It's a lot of that like, really super rehearsed cheesed up like attempts at comedy yeah. and then it's just i don't know it's very weird yeah it's it's just a lot of like bad humor oh very, God, yeah. very scripted out uh, yeah sketch sketch but i don't know how people always are watching these things man like people people love these award shows oh yeah they get into it big time maybe one day we'll we'll win a what's the what's the Big podcast one, Webby's or something. What's the big uh is it Webby's? I don't know. Maybe we'll yeah. win one day. Least listen to podcast. Mediocrely listen to. All right, I'll take that one. That's uh, fine. It's probably an award. But speaking of, yeah, we can do that. Closing in on episode 100. Make sure you let us know if you want to yeah. uh, be a part of the festivities. I think we're gonna probably go ahead and try to plan that soon because we're three weeks away. So we'll probably line up a time to make that thing happen. So Make sure you let us know if you want to be a part of that. Try to make it fun for the 100th episode. If you've uh, appreciated the content throughout the, the years we've been doing this. That's weird. Hop on there and and uh, let's have a good time. So that's coming up. Don't miss out on that. 
and don't miss out on all this information that you're about to get. So why don't you kick us off, man? So we want to compare, contrast, give you some info on, on three major ones. Like I said, we can work some bands in there too, but just kind of the differences between machines, dumbbells, barbells, where we want to start. Yeah, I think we'll kind of group barbells and, and dumbbells together to kind of form just like the free weight category to start and just do the comparison between free weights and machines. Um, so like your circuit machines and so forth. Circuit machines are universal. They're, they're in like most clubs everywhere, um, no matter what. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things that it's happening, um, you know, that they just happen to be everywhere and they're always constantly going and so forth like that. What do you need? We're back. <laughs> not, a, not a technical error this time, though. Um, but yeah, like machines are universal and all the clubs are always there and they're always the same. So they're always very easy to kind of come to and I utilize I was off camera and use, um, you know, but the problem with machines is that uh, they kind of do a lot of work for you kind of starting out. Um, you know, one of the main benefits to free weights is utilizing stabilization uh, that we need within the body and machines tend to do that aspect of exercise for us. They're stabilizing everything. You know, we're going through, we're sitting down, you know, and sitting down is already creating stabilization for the body and for, you know, what we're going to do. And then the weight that we're moving is on a kind of one track pattern, uh, you know, on a set point that we're already moving through. So the stabilizers don't need to do anything to, you know, kind of assist and keep control of the weight as we're going through. So it really, you know, Machines are very good for that kind of isolation side of things, working the big muscle aspect of it, but they don't really do good on the kind of little stabilizers and, and things along those lines, which I think is a neglected part of what, you know, or a neglected part of people's workouts. It, it's a very necessary thing. Um, and people just don't do enough of it. And now I kind of lost my train of thought already. So I'm just going to dish this over to Ryan getting tagged in yeah I, that's uh, so, like completely be, so because of that because machines stabilize the weight for you uh, one of the most effective uses for them is in rehab situations yeah that where people are either you know doing like physical therapy and trying to rehab an injury maybe you're recovering from a surgery whatever it might be where you're not able to really stabilize a weight like you're tendons or ligaments or whatever you know that you had the issue with or had repaired aren't ready to do that yet they can be a great way to build up some strength reactivate muscles a lot of times when you have a surgery on an area like those muscles once they get cut just like shut down and you have to like relearn how to use them yeah uh, yeah it's 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 weird it's a weird feeling for sure so those machines can be a great safe way to kind of wake those muscles up, start building that strength again uh, as you go forward without having to worry about instability or anything like that, uh, especially if it's like a knee or a shoulder thing. Like you don't want to be unstable in those areas when you're doing an exercise. So if that is the area you're trying to rehab or recover from, uh, they can be great to, to help you out with that. Can also, because of not having to stabilize the weight, can be a great addition towards the end of workouts when you're fatigued, right? So a lot of times, and, and we've talked about stress and fatigue and all that stuff, but a lot of times what, what 
fatigues is smaller muscles, right? So the smaller stabilizer muscles, ligaments, tendons, all that stuff kind of become taxed. And you still like the bigger muscles still have a little bit more in the tank. So you want to keep working those, but you don't want to overload kind of the weakest link of the chain. So going to some machines at that point can allow you to continue working your chest or your back or your legs or whatever it is. Um, you can still work the bigger muscles, but it takes a little bit of load off the stabilizers and, and some of the ligaments and tendons. So great. And from that aspect as well, also uh, the form mm. is, is, you know, not as, I don't want to say not as important, but it's not as difficult to maintain Yeah, good form on a machine because there's really only, you know, one way to do it. Uh, so a lot of times the way the machine is built just kind of locks you in place. So again, you know, if you're, if you're trying to squat whenever you're fatigued and your core is fatigued, you know, it's going to have a hard time keeping your spine protected and in a good, good position. And that's when injuries can happen. However, if you're doing something towards the end of a workout where you're seated and your core doesn't have to support your spine, oh man, I was cruising too. I feel like, I... all right, we're back. This one was a technical <laughs> This one was a technical difficulty, but anyway, so two days. I haven't found later, later in your, in your workout, you know, if your core is worn out is fatigued and you're trying to deadlift or squat free weights and your core is too tired or whatever to support your spine properly, then injuries can happen. But if you're using a machine where you're seated, your core doesn't have to work to support your spine really, then you're able to continue uh, your workout and continue to, to get some good work in without, without the risk there. So um, yeah, all those things. Yeah. picked up the piece. I got <laughs> tagged in blindly. Yeah. Picked up all those there. Things. So those are really the main benefits of machines. Um, you know, again, you don't have to stabilize with machines. So for a lot of people that can be a negative, not having to, but for people that are in situations where they shouldn't be trying to stabilize, you know, those can be very helpful in those rehab post-surgery, whatever you want to call it situations. Uh, and then also later in your workout, when you're, when your smaller muscles have already kind of been exhausted and worn out, you can continue working the bigger ones uh, without having to risk injury or, or damage or whatever to some of those smaller ones. Yeah. Going in, you know, taking that over to like the free weights to dumbbells, barbells, you know, let's pause for a second, not actually pause, but yeah, like, yeah. let's stay on machines for a second. Stay on machines. Why don't we flip it to like what they're, what they're not or who, who they shouldn't be used for. Right. So good, good, what we good question, what we just talked about was like those rehab situations, like here's who should use machines or here's how you can benefit from machines. What machines should not be used for is like, this is where I'm going to ease into it, right? They shouldn't yeah. be they shouldn't be used as like a starting point if you're healthy, right? So if you don't have some type of rehab situation and you're just new to the gym or you haven't worked out in a while or whatever it might be, you know, a lot of times, and this goes back to last week's episode, a lot of times people go towards the machines first because they're like easier to do. Yeah. So they think it's like a good place to start out. Yeah, begin. However you know, a lot of people have imbalances, uh, and maybe, maybe you want to pick it up from there and talk about that a little bit. I'll ping pong it back over. Yeah. To yeah, you yeah. If you yeah. have some thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, muscular imbalances are extremely common. Um, 
you know, in everybody, uh, there's probably a very, very, very small percentage of people who have like good symmetry in terms of their strength. Um, you know, so if you're working through an imbalance, you know, utilizing machines, uh, most machines are set that like, if, if I'm sitting on it and I'm going to, you know, push with my left arm, like the right handle of the machine is also going to move along with it. Like they're not really meant for a unilateral kind of approach to them. Um, so you're always kind of forced to work in a bilateral position, meaning you're never actually going to solely strengthen the weak side. You know, it's, it's a high tendency that people will, uh, begin, you know, if we're taking a seated chest press and we're pressing out, like their weak side will begin to kind of fatigue out or fail and you'll compensate through your stronger side and, and push out from that point forward. Um, you know, and same thing on any other machine that's there, like you're just, you're going to allow the other side of the body to just compensate, uh, through the movement. So you're never going to fix the imbalance that's, that's happening. And a lot of times you won't, it's subtle. Like you won't even yeah, you know that's know. happening. If you know, when we get into barbells and we talk about that, you can see it. Yeah, <laughs> like you'll if know you're doing a bench press, like every kid that when they first start lifting, oh usually, God comes the, at an the, angle the right arm goes up and then the left or vice versa if they're left-handed but yeah on a, on a machine like that like tyler was saying like you might be like oh no i'm like i'm even or whatever but you're not going to be able to like you won't know <laughs> you won't you won't be able to tell unless it's drastic yeah you know if you had some type of injury and you can feel your left arm just like the right arm is just dead or whatever but yeah uh yeah it's going to be subtle and you're not going to realize it so a lot of times all that does is just like makes it worse Right. So if you if you come into working out with an imbalance like most people do just from being left handed, right handed, whatever you or if you've had an injury to one or the other that can affect that, you're going to have a stronger side. And if you just start with machines, that difference and that imbalance is just going to grow and get worse uh, as opposed to getting better. And then those imbalances ultimately lead to injuries when we're not on machines. So, yeah, for sure. All right. So that's that. So they shouldn't be used at the beginning because of those imbalances, but also because it is important to build up those smaller stabilizer muscles to be able to keep up. If we're just doing machines and we're taking those out of the equation, we're building strength and we're building muscle in the larger muscles while those stabilizers, all that connective type stuff isn't getting the conditioning and isn't getting the work. Uh, that the bigger muscles are, and then ultimately it's going to, it's going to limit what you're able to do. And it's going to limit what you can do with free weights, but it's also going to potentially lead to injury once you do decide to use free weights. So yeah. if your plan is to like, start with the machines and build up and then go do free weights, what's going to happen is you can build strength on these machines. Yeah. So your bigger muscles are going to be strong. So when you go to finally like bump it up to the free weights, you can probably move a decent amount of weight with those bigger muscles, but then all those stabilizers and connective tissues aren't going to be ready for that load. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. There's going to be some injuries that happen. That's so. that, one of my, or I shouldn't say one of my, but one of the best uh, kind of uh, comparisons on that is like somebody doing the seated chest press and doing like 150 pounds. And then they go try to bench press 150 pounds. Like there's a difference. Yeah. Like there's a big difference that's there. Um, so if you're just doing the machines all the time, like you will notice very quickly 
how much lighter of movement or how much lighter of weight you're going to have to use per movement with free weights, how like it's going to be harder to go through the, the actual exercise motion with free weights and so forth, just because those stabilizers, those tendons, those ligaments, they don't have the ability currently at that time to perform it well, uh, and so forth. So it's important to do those things kind of first, you know, and then, you know, just let the machines kind of be like a supplemental thing. Yeah. And that's, that's where we'll get to at the end here, where the answer is, uh, you know, always, it's not that you should only do one of these things. You should use a a recipe and a combination of all of them. But again, like you're only going to be as strong as that weakest link. And on a machines, the weakest link gets taken out of the equation. So you can kind of be strong on the machines. And then exactly like Tyler said, when you go to try to translate it to free weights, now you got to use that weak, weak link, which is, is the stabilizers and all that. So it's going to very, very much limit the amount of weight you're able to work with and and able to move compared to a machine. So you get it. I think we beat machines into the ground here, but just to kind of recap it a little bit on the machine side of things, great for working the primary muscles, the big muscles takes the stabilizers out of the equation, uh, which can be a benefit in a rehab post-surgery type situation can be a bad thing if you're like first getting into it, first working out, you have imbalances or you're trying to, you know, get started with building strength. If you only do machines, that can be a bad thing that you're not working those stabilizers uh, and can be a great thing to do later in a workout once you're kind of fatigued uh, and those smaller, you know, weaker links have already kind of started to go for that day. You can still get a little extra work with the bigger muscles um, later on in your workout without having to risk the injury. So uh, did I miss anything there on the machines? No, I think you got recap. it. So that's machines. Yeah. Why don't we keep it moving? Uh, why, don't we wanna, why don't we go barbells next? Barbells. That's kind of like. Yeah, that's probably next. Machine. Big step. Yeah. So we'll go barbells next once you run us run us through. Yeah. So barbells is where you're, you're going to start getting into your your main things that you see when you when it comes to lifting. You know, this is where your compound movements begin. Uh, you know, bench press, squat, deadlift, overhead press, we'll throw in, um, you know, movements that involve, uh, you know, multiple joints, uh, multiple factors to them, you know, a little bit more complex uh, when you kind of go through. But, you know, this is where we start getting the stabilizers, the tendons, the ligaments all involved. This is where taking on load is, um, you know, a much higher you know, for most people, a much higher priority in terms of it, because this is where we're going to start really building the strength up. Um, and most times with barbells, you're looking more to like bilateral base, uh, scenarios. Um, so normal squats, uh, the bench press, overhead press, deadlift, all bilateral based movements, meaning, you know, we're taking, um, both arms at the same time for the bench press and, and the overhead press for the, you know, lower body, we're squatting down, you know, normal going down with both legs, um, and things like that. Now you can kind of separate over and start going into unilateral with barbells, but most times you see bilaterals as the thing that most people are doing. Um, and yeah, man, I'm fucking sucking today. I am like losing, I'm like losing track of like where I'm at. The reason I, I said, let's do barbells next. I'm like stuck on like our unofficial sponsor. I'm like, yeah, complete creams, middle of the screen. They're back. Food comad out. Uh, Former, former, uh, 
sponsor a couple years ago. Like food uh, coming out because I ate a, ate a whole box. <laughs> hey, I did too, but I'm buzzing. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So uh, the reason I said barbells next is because I think they're kind of like they overlap. They have some similarities to machines. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. some similarities to dumbbells. Um, the similarities to machines would be that you're using you know with a barbell you are using more stabilizers than with a machine but however using a barbell we still have to deal with with imbalances and we still have to deal with stronger sides compensating for weaker sides we use the example of like the young kid bench pressing where you can really see it yeah but a lot of times too what is <laughs> jesus what are you doing today? I apologize uh, for my poor <laughs> podcasting performance. I will take a D minus or an what F for my, for my grade today. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, that's an extreme example with, with the bench press where you can really see that imbalance. But a lot of times that imbalance is still there when you're benching or squatting or deadlifting. Yeah. One arm or one leg, if it's a squat, is is put producing more output than the other you just can't maybe see it as much as that example yeah. where the left arm or the right arm is just dead basically so imbalances can still be made worse through barbell exercises because both arms are working in unison or both legs are working in unison to move the weight however you're, you're starting to get those stabilizers involved you're starting to need more core involved more yeah uh, you know, rotator cuffs and all those things. If we're talking upper body core and some of those other muscles around the knees, around the hips, ankles, all that stuff, you know, those things start getting involved when we're using barbells. So yeah, barbells are kind of like in the middle, uh, of those three things. If we're looking at machines, dumbbells, you, you get more stabilizers than you do, uh, on an, on a uh, machine lift, but you can still have some of the imbalance issues that, you know, we'll talk about with dumbbells that you don't have, uh, or you do have, but they're, you're working towards improving it with dumbbells yeah. versus barbells or machines. So, um, I would also, I would also add in that barbells are where you start to see like the mobility problems kind of arise more too. Um, cause I mean, most people can use machines without really too many issues whatsoever. Um, but when you start getting into the compounds and start getting into barbells and eventually even with dumbbells and so forth, like that's when you'll see that people can't move in certain, you know, ranges of motion and can't do certain things due to lack of movement in the joints and, and so forth like that as well. So it's also a big, like, that's where we, we as trainers, but also you as, you know, somebody going to the gym and working out, like that's where you can really see like how are my biomechanics? Am I able to actually move my body appropriately and so forth? Cause as we said with machines and nine times out of 10, you're just sitting on it. So like, you're not really moving your body for much of anything other than like your arms or maybe your legs from the seated position. So. Yeah. As we move, you know, move through, as we start adding in, uh, you know, this, this stabilization piece, the, um, imbalance piece, then, the difficulty of doing it correctly comes into play the ability yeah. or the the likelihood of getting injured comes into play because of those things so yeah barbells definitely carry a lot of bang for their buck in terms of building strength building muscle but with that definitely comes an increased complexity and difficulty um in doing things correctly uh, which is, which is definitely something to consider. So definitely a little more risk, but 
more reward as well. And you can really minimize the risk by doing things correctly. But yeah, like Tyler said, when you start bringing all these things in, it really starts to shine a light on weaknesses, you know, whether that's overall strength of the bigger muscles or whether that's, you know, imbalances or whether that's mobility issues, all that stuff that Tyler was saying uh, is a great point with barbells. So I guess maybe we, we kick it into who are barbells for, who are barbells maybe not for, or who should use them, who, who maybe should avoid them or be extra cautious uh, with using those. Yeah, I mean, if Kobe buckets, he also sprayed all over. Uh, I don't think I got on anything important, though. No, nothing important. That's all good. Computer looks dry. Yeah, that's, that's all good. Um, you know, barbells are definitely going to be, you know, geared more towards your advanced, you know, lifters and so forth. But they're also for, you know, beginners and, and so forth like that. Like, that's how you learn how to do the movements. That's how you learn how to lift appropriately and lift properly and, and learn about form and so forth like that as well. I would say if we're looking at it, who it's not for, uh, it's not for people who lack range of motion, you know, who can, you know, properly hold or, you know, stabilize, you know, even just the bar in certain positions. If you struggle to hold a bar on your back with your hands, you know, in a back squat position because of your shoulders, then you probably shouldn't be back squatting because you're going to be at a higher risk of injury. You know, if you, go to do an overhead press and you can't actually press, you know, directly above your head and you're, you know, lifting your arms up and the, the bar is kind of going at an angle out in front of you because your arms can only go up that high, then you probably shouldn't be doing a barbell based movement like that, you know? So you really have to make sure that like your mo mobility, your biomechanics, your movement, your form are all in check before you kind of get into, uh, you using, barbells and adding weight to it and loading it more and more and so forth like that. Like that would be my big like thing if, is if you can't move appropriately in those positions and you shouldn't be touching a bar. Yeah. I think that would probably be the best way to, to kind of summarize who they're for, who they're not for. So they can be for everybody. They can't, they're certainly not just for like meatheads or people that want to want to, you know, deadlift or squat or bench a ton of weight or something like they have a lot of really good benefits once you've taken the time to build up the proper mobility, like Tyler said, build up the proper stability, you know, like have the ability to stabilize the bar and, and build up and correct imbalances. Right. So again, if you come into it as somebody with an imbalance and you go straight to the barbells, it's probably only going to get worse. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about here with dumbbells, how that's the best way to improve that imbalance. Once you've done that, uh, and dumbbells are probably also the best way to work those stabilizers. So yeah, once you've spent the time working with some dumbbells, working with some bands, working with some body weight stuff, right. And, and build up those stabilizers, build up or, or correct any imbalances that there are between one arm and the other, or one leg and the other build up a little bit of core strength. If we're talking about squats and deadlifts, once you've kind of set that foundation, of being able to move your body properly uh, and control your body and also, you know, spending some time building up some baseline strength and stabilization, then they're for everybody. But yeah. if you haven't done that, it's only going to make those problems worse. Uh, and it's only going to, it's only going to, if you don't have the mobility, then you're going to like, like force yourself into these ranges of motion 
to get the barbell to move within your mobility. Yeah. And it's going to not be good. No. You know, there's certain <laughs> paths you want that bar moving, whether it's a bench squat or a deadlift. And if you're kind of force fitting the barbell into like how your body's moving, it could, it could get ugly for sure. And if you've and seen gym be fail videos before, like that's, yeah. that's what you're going to be looking at. Like, See that I can't, that's a problem. Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't watch those. I hate watching those. I can't, I struggle. But here's them. the problem now. Like when you see recommended videos, you never know, like, is this a cool lifting video? Yeah, is yeah. this like somebody doing something impressive or is yeah, this yeah. dude's leg about to snap? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're watching, it's, it's kind of so like hard. you're watching with like one eye, one eye open, one eye closed. Like, is this going to be, and then you're like, oh, he did it. He got it. Yeah. yeah. You're like excited. Yeah. But I'm always, yeah, you got to see what the account's called. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. something about fails or fuckery yeah fuckery is uh, a gym fuckery the, on instagram yeah, is a those, big one those i avoid but yeah, yeah it's tough to tell what's coming because then there's like you know there's ones like elite fts or whatever where they yeah. post videos of people doing some awesome stuff oh and then yeah, they yeah post videos of people doing some dumb stuff and like getting messed up and i don't yeah. do those ones i don't like yeah. watching this yeah you don't want to be one it's of those tough. you don't want to be one of the messed up people like you don't you don't want to go through that so learning how to properly utilize the bar, go through the actual movements, have the mobility, work on those things. That's going to be big. And that is where kind of, I'll tell you one of the videos I do like though. I don't know if you've ever seen, and I don't want to, I don't want to pick on people because I'm sure there's, there's ones with guys doing this, but a lot of times it's, it's girls walking, uh, like through a rack texting on their phone and they like close on themselves on a barbell oh my god it's like up, like, like i've never seen one of those oh, before dude, it was hilarious it was hilarious oh dude it was, it was kind of like our setup in in cheswick almost where like it was a it was a rack in an open space uh, okay okay i okay. went to like walk through like step through the yeah, rack yeah. and didn't see the I bar guess, realize that there was a bar on the j hooks and they were looking down texting on their phone and just Bam! Just head snap back, Jeez. fall back. It was awesome. I can watch that one because that's pure stupidity. That's uh, I can't watch the ones where like someone's squatting a house and they just blow it out. Uh, yeah, I don't need to see that. But yeah, I, I don't know do what this. we're talking about. But yeah. uh, no, we were we were gonna go based based off of you know, this is where dumbbells can be of yeah, extreme benefit. Dumbbells. Let's get into like dumbbells. this is where dumbbells can be of extreme benefit. Like I don't know about you, but personally for me. I 100% prefer lifting with dumbbells over the bar. Yeah, I would say if we were going to rank them, dumbbells like not I, only a favorite, I think that's the best for everybody. Yeah, for um, sure. But good. Um, so dumbbells, obviously, we're, we're utilizing, you know, one and or two different weights, uh, you know, either the same amount, um, you know, or depending on what you're doing, you can, you know, swap out your weights as you're going. But, you know, we're, we're, we're taking a set of dumbbells and we're evenly applying them to each arm individually and forcing the body to kind of work with it. You know, if one side is weaker, you're going to know pretty quickly which side is weaker. And then you are now physically able to actually work that side individually to try to get stronger with it and, and build up on that weakness, um, which is one of my favorite reasons for dumbbells, uh, you know, and so forth is simply because, Hey, one arm's always going to be stronger than the other. So let's get the not stronger one stronger, you know, and it's easy to go. Okay, cool. So your right arm, you can push 25 pounds, but your left arm, you can only push 20. So let's work on that, you know, and we can, you know, it's not like you're just taking 135 pounds on the bar and you're stuck with that because that's all you can use, you know, and, and, then you're, you're pushing cockeyed 
you know, coming up, like it, it's nice to have two different weights that you can kind of utilize and push at the same time and figure out what you got to do from that point forward. Yeah. Really dumbbells and barbells. To, if, if you had to summarize it with one arm working independently versus being along for the ride, like barbells are kind of like a tandem bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> dumbbells yeah. are you're on your own bike. And right. So when you're on your own bike, it's way better, a lot harder and way better if you're trying to improve. Right. So yeah, with, with the barbell there and the tandem bike situation, your weaker side, just that person on the back, half-ass pedaling, uh, not really contributing, kind of just adding some weight, uh, to drag through there. So it's like the top person on a two person luge. Yeah. 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 You're just along for the ride. <laughs> just there. Along uh, for the ride. And if, if you've been tuned into the podcast, you know, all these references we're making, but um yeah so i mean it's the difference between kind of helping but just kind of being along for the ride and then being independent and having to pedal up the hill yourself right yeah. so yeah for sure dumbbells make each side work independently uh which is going to over time balance that out it is kind of crazy how even without really like i never did when i first started lifting i never did like different weights per arm or anything yeah, or extra yeah. reps on the weaker side or anything just kind of over time it just balances yeah, out. yeah. which is so nice which is yeah. like that's the nice thing yeah, about you don't it have to do anything special to make that happen just making it work independently it'll it'll yeah. kind of work itself out so um yeah great in those situations the other real huge benefit of dumbbells is you can it's a lot more customizable with the range of motion and the position yeah. that you're, that you're using. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Because everybody, it will go ahead. I'll let you run with fence. Well, I, I, uh, like my, my, my standpoint of like positioning side is like with barbells, you're very limited on like how you can set yourself up. Um, you know, like you either get to go hands over top or, you know, depending on if you're rowing or something like that, you can go, you know, hands underneath the palms facing away sort of thing. You know, you can't really, you know, unless you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on, you know, neutral grip bars and fancy grip, you know, barbells and so forth. Which I will. I mean, which I, I mean, I will too, because we were talking about it last week, you know, but um, like you have to be able to go through and have, you know, something that's comfortable when you're moving. And like, that's what's so nice about dumbbells is like you can position your hands and your wrists and your arms to the most comfortable position for you to perform the exercise, you know, so not only are we getting into a comfortable position, that's going to work for you better. You can utilize your range of motion better for what works best. And we're going to build up the imbalance at the exact same time that we need to fix. So like you're able to knock out so many things that are so beneficial for you, like, which is, you know, so it's great all about. yeah that's what it's all about so with the machine you're obviously you know you can adjust the seat you can adjust the arm you can you can play around with it a little bit but you're you're pretty much built you know you're you're, you're stuck with how the machine's built in terms of of range of motion and the way the exercise is kind of performed with a barbell you have a little bit more freedom but you know you can't you can't bend the bar you know yeah. so you're, you're kind of limited a little bit on both sides having to work together uh, and having to fit that range of motion but with dumbbells you know you can really adjust the path of the weights as you're using them yeah. uh, to maximize because everybody's different everybody's different heights different weights different limb length different torso length different shapes all this stuff so um, dumbbells really allow you to do what's most comfortable for you but what's also going to produce the greater result 
for you. You know, yeah. there's certain lines of movement uh, that are going to, that are going to recruit the proper muscles or more muscles or whatever it might be. So dumbbells allow you to find that groove where you're getting the most out of the exercise. Your muscles are working harder in the exercise. It's, it's more comfortable. Uh, it works within your range of motion uh, for, for an injury standpoint, mobility stuff like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, and then also just, just fits your, fits your body. So I also think there's more variety with dumbbells as well. Uh, you know, just thinking, you know, off the top of my head of like any form of dumbbell chest press and so forth, like the amount of things that you can do with that, you know, versus a, a barbell, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're still very limited on what you can do. Like, there's a lot of benefit to the barbell versions of these things, but you know, you can add, um, you know, different twists in with the, the wrist and hands and so forth. If you're going through and doing flies, you can add different variations and different variables into that. Like there's so many unique little things that you can do with dumbbells that just aren't possible with barbells because of how they're set up. Yeah. Which some of those things can be exercise, like different exercises, but yeah. then also some of those things can be just more like following the, how your body actually is supposed to move, like how the muscles yeah. are supposed to move with some of that rotation with pressing and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, the, the cool thing and, and why I think we probably, another reason why, you know, we probably think dumbbells are, are best. Um, what would just be because you, you can do every exercise you can do with a barbell that you can do a dumbbell version of it. Yeah. You can't do it the other way. Right. Yeah, so that's you, can't 100 do, true. you can't do flies with the barbell. I mean, could you had two barbells and you were like a freak or something, but you know, you can't take a barbell and do, and do flies. Um, you can't, you know, do other stuff. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I just wasn't, wasn't thinking of it, but um, I mean, you can't do lateral raises, you know, with barbells, right, yeah, like you, you can't, can't do a lot of those things. And then being able to rotate, you can't rotate a barbell, you know, for presses, whether that's shoulder presses, chest presses, yeah. rows, you know, whatever, uh, putting a little, a little rotation on yeah. rows can be very, yeah, helpful, all the, all so. the different grip positions and so forth that you can get with bar or dumbbells versus barbells and so forth. Like there's, there's a lot of like very nuancey types of things. Yeah. So that, that's really what, so dumbbells are pretty much for everybody, you know, even if we're talking about those rehab type situations, yeah. you know, you can, you can, at some point, once everything's healed, you know, you're going to move into, needing to start rebuilding that stabilization with very, very light dumbbells or whatever it might be. So dumbbells are, are a great place for anybody to start. And then even in the course of a workout, you know, when we're talking about taxing the system and, and, you know, getting the most benefit when you're fresh and then moving through a workout, you know, if I was going to design the perfect workout, it would probably start with dumbbells. Yep. Cause it requires the most, it requires the most stability and stabilization and, and strength, um, to be able to use them. You know, it's not like if you can bench 300 pounds, you can't for, for 10 reps, you can't bench 150 dumbbells in each no. hand. For no, you, can't. So you don't just split that in half. No, it's like it, it, do, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's like, harder. It's, so it's, it's harder. Th that ratio there isn't like exact cause it's, it's tougher. It requires more, um, to, to do. And then obviously, you know, dumbbells are also probably safer as well because you can oh, just yeah, drop sure. them, you know, if you're bench pressing and you can't do it or something, you can yeah. set them down with a barbell, maybe sitting on your chest or throat. So, yeah, um, yeah. if we're putting together like a perfect workout, I would probably be starting with 
with dumbbells uh, for sure. You don't necessarily ever have to use a barbell, but for example, I would then probably go to a barbell um, after that and then towards the end, move into machines. So they all have their place. They all have their benefit. Yeah. You're going to want to start with the most difficult, generally speaking, or that requires the most, you know, if you, if you go to, you know, there's lighter dumbbell movements like lateral raises, and, yeah. you know, curls or something where you're using 10 or 15 pounds that aren't going to be that taxing. But like, if we're talking about a dumbbell bench press or dumbbell row or something like that, you know, that's going to require a lot. And if you wait to do that, after you've already done a bunch of other stuff and your stabilizers are, are, are smoked, uh, then it's going to be difficult. So, yeah, you know, if I was putting together a perfect workout, it would be dumbbells first, then maybe a barbell thing, get some machines in there, maybe some body weight stuff in there and, and, and call it a day really. So, um, any, any parting thoughts, any other words about, uh, these, these things? No, I mean, it is really just a big thing of, you know, tying in last week's episode into what we're talking about today, which is, you know, not shying away from the weaknesses of things, you know, utilizing dumbbells is always a, can be an eye opening experience because people will realize how weak they are on one side versus another, but then they never do anything to try to like fix that, you know? So like, yes, I understand that, you know, your left arm is weaker than your right, but like, let's keep doing this so that we can get better with it. You know, we don't want to ignore those types of things. If you're realizing that your mobility is crap, but you really want to get into, you know, overhead pressing with a barbell, well, then you need to work on your mobility so that you can get to that point. You know, you have to, you know, like we said last week, you have to attempt these things to know, and then you have to follow the steps to then get there. And that's where some of the stuff can kind of come into place, you know, Hey, I'm terrible at overhead pressing with a barbell. Great. Well, we can overhead press with dumbbells and actually have a better opportunity to work on form and work on the mobility through the shoulders and, and figure out what we actually need to be doing here. And then as you get better with it, you can branch out and move into the barbell sector of things and, and start doing stuff with that. You know, it's, you really need to just, you got to play around with everything and you got to really try it. And like we said earlier, don't shy away and think that like, oh, I'm just going to ease into it or, you know, oh, those seem hard. Let me just start with the machines. Like start with the things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck. That's where you're going to have your most potential um, or highest potential of growth you know, coming into it. So you don't want to ignore that factor, especially if you're, you're a young kid or you've been out of the gym for a really, really, really long time. Like to go through and just come in and say, I'm just going to start with machines. Like you are missing out on so much potential, um, you know, muscle growth and benefit, um, by not jumping straight to focusing on form with free weights and, and learning how to do the movements again. So, yeah. You know, a lot of times people want absolutes or whatever, you know, they want barbells or machine or free weights or machines. So I use dumbbells or barbells, like what all of it, you know, like you, you should, you should be using all of them. They all have yeah. their place, which we've kind of outlined here. All of them have certain benefits that the others don't. None of them are inherently bad. Uh, you know, dumbbells, we, we, you know, talked about are probably maybe better just because of versatility and some of the other things they're yeah. bringing to the table, but um, all are good, all have their place, all have their benefits. So we kind of just wanted to go through, talk about all those things and, and, you know, hopefully that helped you understand 
what situations are, are, are each thing maybe best for and how to, how to best utilize them and, and how to use them all together, really. So uh, hopefully this was helpful. I think it was a good little bounce back episode. Or, I apologize that I sucked. Last one. Hey, it was tough. Tough day. We all, hey, we all have it. That's why, that's why we got teammates, you know, yeah. it's a team game in the podcast world. So yeah. episode 97 is, is done. We got through it. A couple stoppages there, a couple difficulties, uh, both technical and personal, uh, <laughs> but we, we got it done. So keep cranking away at the my zone challenge. Keep racking up those MEPs. Be on the lookout for some fun events hitting the calendar here soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to keep um, plugging away at getting our, our group nutrition accountability uh, program off the ground as well. So a lot of exciting stuff coming. Stay tuned for it. Uh, be on the lookout for it. Hope to get everybody involved in these things as, as many people as possible makes it more fun and Absolutely. makes makes, uh, makes sure you get the most out of your memberships and training packages and all that stuff. So appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back next week for episode 98, closer and closer to 100. See, See ya. Next.